Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining in another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. I am so excited about what God is doing through the podcast. We have successfully finished up our first season since joining in on the podcasting endeavor back in March. And God has truly been good. I hope you've enjoyed uh, the previous uh, 10 episodes that we have been able uh, to record. They were all spirit led. And I thank God for it. And so we're now entering into our second season, which I am so very proud of. And so we've been went into a little planning. So we went into a little hiatus there for the last couple of months just to be able to plan and put together um, some informative episodes that will be intriguing and inspiring to the lives of guys and people. And so uh, today, uh, again, I'd like to thank you for joining us. And we have another yet exciting episode I'd like to talk about. Um, And so we're going to be sharing some nuggets of wisdom on living single uh, and being saved. And and so we understand that while you wait on God to connect you with your soulmate, it is of the utmost importance that you appreciate your single of your season of singleness. And so with us today, we have two guests. And uh, my first guest that I'd like to introduce is hailing from Chicagoland area in the state of Illinois, my home state, um, a good friend and brother in Christ, uh, Mr. Chris Adams. Chris, how are you this evening? I'm so blessed, brother. How are you today? <laughs> I'm great. And thank you so much for joining us also. Thank but we also have a female perspective that will be sharing with us tonight also as well. Uh, hailing from the great sunshine state of Florida, currently in the Tampa area. I have with us Elder Barbara Lawton. Elder Lawton, how are you this evening? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, doing very, very well. Very, very well. So listen, uh, I have uh, been married respectfully uh, for 34 years. And so because of your singleness, you will be doing <laughs> much of the talking uh, this evening. And so I'm going to enjoy facilitating uh, this because I am far out of touch uh, from being single. And I do remember how I enjoyed the single life. But I want to talk to you guys about um, the realness uh, of being single, particularly in the days that we're living in. We're living in some very unprecedented times uh, right now, some very trying times right now and it makes it difficult not only just to uh to live a life that's saved but to live a life that's saved uh and single as well and so uh if we don't mind i'd like to start off with uh ladies first uh <laughs> elder barbara lawton again thank you for joining us this evening and, and barbara tell us a little bit about you uh, about me okay um well i live in a clear clear and live in clear water close to tampa um i've been single now for I think it's been four years mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm a single mother. I raised five kids um, before I actually went into marriage. I raised five kids. Um, they're all grown. I got 19 grands and um, wow. yes, I, I'm, I'm a busy single, single grandmother. <laughs> um, but you know, and I, you know, I'm an elder in the church where you are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's it for now. <laughs> okay, well, trust me, that's enough. I understand what it means to be uh, a grandparent as well. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, uh, my brother Chris, how are you this evening? I'm blessed, my brother. How about yourself? 
I'm doing very well. Listen, tell us a little bit about about you and your life. Well, uh, I um, I am living here in uh, Elgin, Illinois. Okay. I have been living here since uh, I think about '82. Uh, I have four wonderful kids with eight grandchildren, mm-hmm. uh, five girls, and three boys. Uh, I've been single myself now for almost five years as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I'm grateful to be here today with you to share uh, whatever uh, God puts on my spirit to, to, to speak. Amen. Amen. And surely we will share our hearts um, today. I know singleness uh, is how all of this starts out uh, with us. Some of us are single by choice. Some of us are single uh, as widows. Some of us are singles by divorce. Um, but either way, uh, we're still, I mean, maybe single, but we know that we're never alone. Amen. Amen. And so Amen. as a single person, uh, we, we always want to understand uh, why God has us there, uh, especially when he made woman for man. And so we will find, we will travel through this conversation about uh, what the search is in regards to that truth about being single. And so what I've learned also is that in some situations, you may not ever get married. Amen. Anybody disagree with that? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So so the question is, I mean, what a question is I want to pose first to Chris. I'll pose this to Chris. Is that what, what, what would you want uh, from your life, what your life to be like uh, if you never got married? Okay. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you want your life to be like if you never get married? Mm, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what would I like to my life to be like if I never got married? Yes. Well, let me say uh, first of all, yes, I have already been married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been divorced since two thousand four. Mm-hmm. But in uh, uh, to answer your question, what would I want? Uh, I would just con- I would just want God to just continue to use me as He's been. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't want anything different. The only thing I would continue to ask God for, and, and which I, I I pray for continually, is just continue to, you know, to continue to crush my my flesh. Amen. You know, the flesh the flesh is a dangerous dangerous thing, mm-hmm. and you know it can set your whole life off course, especially when you're a spiritual uh, person. You know, I, okay. I am a, a licensed minister myself, and so you know there there are requirements of me so if right. i was not going to to, to be married uh, i just ask god for strength every day just continue to just you know to just put this flesh under submission amen you know so i can stand amen and so you know when i think about it i forget that both of you are actually married so i can rephrase that question um if you want to because i know that uh the truth of the matter is god really hasn't promised any of us uh, marriage, but we both know time after time, uh, we're told God has someone perfect for you. So, Elder Lawton, I'd like to uh, pose the same question to you. What What do you What do you want out of your life now that you are single? Yes, good, good question. Um, because the never get married part now that <laughs> that doesn't set too well with me, right? Um, however, you know, because I've been married and I enjoyed mm-hmm. being married, things just sure. didn't work out. Um, but if if I never got married, I I agree with um, um, brother Adams that mm-hmm. I would 
you know, because the hardest thing about being single, mm-hmm. um, especially being a single woman, I don't know if men have the same problem. I'm not a man. I don't know. But being a woman, you know, you get approached by all types of people. Mm, okay. um, and you, there's a standard that you have. And if I never got married, just God, don't send the, 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 the devils that come. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I don't want. You know, it come, in, it come in sheep's clothing and they're just devils. Um, everybody, once they know that you love the Lord, that's what they try to present you with. Oh, wow. I love the Lord. But then the conversation starts and their minds and hearts are so far from it. Okay. Um, so I want to be, you know, like um, Brother Adam say, you know, just maintain that because sure. you get excited mm-hmm. because from being single, well, from being married and then becoming single, that, that, that you're experiencing uh, because you're okay. used to somebody being there. Right. And when someone tries to come in and into your life mm-hmm. and you think that void is being filled to find out that it isn't. I mean, that's the hardest thing I believe about being single, living single, being saved when you've been married, mm. especially when you just newly divorced. I'm newly divorced. Okay. Um, so I can't, it was hard for me to get used to the loneliness because right. you don't get lonely until you come home, you shut down for the evening after work. That's mm-hmm. when it hits you. So, um, and that's why, you know, it's just so hard. I agree with brother Chris, you know, mm-hmm. just keep that, keep that part. Because you want, you want that companionship. You want someone that you could talk to. You want someone, you know, um, in the evenings to be with. Because that's who you, right. that's what you had when you were married. Right. You know, and so many, so many single people um, are out on this, um, you know, they feel, go back into this dating scene, you know, and oftentimes it does. It puts them in a compromising situation. Uh, you know, but we know that it's it's possible to live a saved life and a single life uh, once you're on that real journey of true joy uh, and integrity. As a matter of fact, as I'm looking here, I'm, I'm reminded of Proverbs four uh, yeah. and seven, where it said, "Wisdom is the principal thing." Yes. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, yeah. get an understanding. And so that part right there, if you get that part, wisdom. Okay. is the principal thing and so what i'm saying is that in, in other words wisdom is going to be that main thing that that main ingredient that most essential thing uh that's going to be important because that's how you're going to be discerned meaning of the reflection of who god is and how he operates in you and in the person that he sends and so chris i'd like to ask you um you know i know there's been a it's been a long distance time for since you have been um you know married uh, and so I do know that when, when we all uh, walk into this level of understanding and, and wisdom, um, it's not always uh, difficult because we are uh, human beings. We have this natural order uh, of ourselves. We have this humanity that we live in, but we also are not carnal minded. You know, we walk by the spirit. And I know sometimes, you know, as I indicated before, although we're alone, I mean, we're we're um, alone, but we're I mean, lonely, but we're never uh, alone. And so let's 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 talk about um, you know our lifestyles now. I know things have been changed since your life um, has taken on um, uh, new uh, differences and things like that. So what has it been like regarding your you know your friends and and how you connect with other people now? How do you see things now now that you're living in a different status? 
of being married and single. Oh wow! Well, you know, uh, let, let me let me, uh, if I may, um, sure. say this first and foremost. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a struggle, and um, you know, I, I agree with the woman of God uh, by saying, you know, uh, we have been married and we've experienced the married life, uh, the companionship, uh, the lack of loneliness because your companion mm -hmm. is there with you. Sure. And then when all that uh, uh, falls apart, uh, you know, you begin to, you know, your, your flesh begins to crave that companionship again. You know, you get more lonelier than you ever got lonelier before. Sure, wow. And it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult because that's just how the flesh operates. But one thing that I have learned, you know, first and foremost on this journey of trying of, of trying to stay faithful to God, you know, in a way that pleases him is I feared God. You know, through my journey, through my journey, I, I, I didn't fear God at the beginning, you know, and I never I never knew uh, uh, how angry God would get. You know, not and, and, and the thing about it is that really fascinated me was this uh, five years ago, um, mm -hmm. uh, almost five years ago uh, when sure. I became fully single and fully devoted to God. Mm -hmm. You know, he spoke to me, hallelujah, and said to me, come out and be separate. Amen. How will you be allowed to minister to someone about being faithful to me and living you know, uh, 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 without having sex, sex, or, or, or you know, living, living holy before me, if sure. you're not doing it yourself. Mm -hmm. And he said, "I've called you at this end time for a special uh, uh, project, and that is to preach the gospel and to be a light into this world. How can you be a light if you're living and walking in darkness?" Mm -hmm. and, 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 and through that process, I begin to fear God more and more because I learned before that, before the five year period of me uh, falling short, uh -huh. I realized God's discipline upon my life. Every Amen. time I fell short, God would discipline me in such a way that I cried out. And all I can do is just get on my knees and just say, God, I, I, forgive me, I repent. But see, you know, one thing I didn't understand was a lot of things that was taking place in my life and what God uh -huh. wanted to do. And when I, once I realized that, I said, okay, God, I would fast, I would pray, and I would do everything I could to keep my body in submission, yeah. you know, to the Holy Spirit and not to my flesh. Amen. 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 That is good. That's so, um, Elder Lawton, did you have any comment regarding that? Um, oh, no, I mean, that, that is just so good because, um, and I like what he said, the fear of the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, and in the, in the word it says that's the beginning of understanding. Amen. So, um, and so when you cope that with the wisdom, you know, it all, it all just flows together. Amen. Um, and one thing I do know, um, you know, when you when you're single, the best part of being single is you have more time for God. Amen. Um, you know, and I do know that late in the midnight hour, when you do get that loneliness, what I, uh -huh. what I try to learn to do is to just wake up and just pray. Um, I use that as a prayer time because that way my focus can go on something else and not on those, or not on reminiscing. I would say, um, and. It's just each day, I think it gets a little bit easier um, okay. because if it's not there, 
you know, I think I think one of the hardest things what I want to bring out is, mm-hmm. you know, now since you know churches are closed, um, you know, I, I admire our, our bishop for keeping the doors open. I just can't get to and um, you know, especially with COVID the way it is, you know, yeah. trying to I can't bring it forward to bring it back into the community where I am. Um, so it, I just admire that, but when you're caught up in the church and you're doing things in the church and you're going to church um bible study um wednesday night service then you're not thinking you those are those are three days you don't have to think right um so just being and knowing that okay one day um because i my desire is not to be (laughs) to not be married i do want to be married um and I believe God to give me the desires of my heart in, in his timing. I don't want to get ahead of him um, because I want to make sure that um, I'm doing and, and following the will of God and the purpose he has for me. Because um, I've been unequally yoked. Um, Amen. Thinking that everything was good just because they go to church don't mean that it's yoked <laughs> Amen. equally. Um, Amen. But above all things i just want to be i just want to please the lord i don't want to get called into something and then i die in that and i haven't done what god wanted me to do and more less than that you know he'll say depart from me you work of iniquity um i know you're not that i don't want um so with that being said you know i agree i agree brother i agree well, you guys both bring out some very, very strong and interesting points. And, and I thank you for your transparency and being so vivid uh, about your explanations. Um, I, so, But I would ask both of you, uh, again, as we would kind of segue off into uh, a different area of your singleness. Um, and I know it's been some time that, you know, they say, you know, the more you're committed or, or into something, the better you become at it. I don't know if that's... Um, you know, a cliche <laughs> or, or, or not. Uh, but I do know that the more that I work at something, the better I get at it, you know, uh, and it doesn't matter uh, what it is, is that your focus uh, more than your peripheral vision has to be home. And so would it be fair to say that, um, that there are benefits um, in your singleness? Do, do you see the difference uh, how the trajectory of your life has changed from being two to one. Would you say that there's some benefits in your singleness, Chris? Uh, you know, uh, I, I would say yes. Okay. You know, what we have to understand is this. You know, the Apostle Paul made it uh, very clear mm-hmm. that when you get married, uh-huh. That your desires won't be just totally dedicated to God, but it'd be more for your, your spouse. Amen. So being single has given me the opportunity to get a closer and a deeper uh, relationship with God. Amen. And as I do that, He gain, gives me more and more strength to press. Interesting. More and more strength to persevere. More and more strength to fight this battle in my flesh. You know, uh, one thing I will say is this here, you know, uh, that's a great benefit, Mm -hmm. is that being single has taken me deeper, like I said, 
in my word, in my relationship with God. And see, one thing about it is we have a book. We have a plat we we have this book, this wonderful book that gives us everything we need to to accomplish our goals in God. Okay. You know, which is fighting off our flesh and everything. You know, I I, I you know one one thing that it took me a long time to understand is that I'm trying to please my flesh. But I didn't realize at one point in time years ago that this is not my body. Amen. Right. Yes. That this is Christ's body, not Amen. mine. So whatever sins I commit, I commit against Christ. Amen. Because this is his temple. So whatever I do, even though it's gratifying the flesh, I dishonor God in what I do. Amen. And when I learn these things, and I continue to learn these things, and and, and, and for instance, when it says, in, uh, it speaks about it in 1 Corinthians 6, starting mm-hmm. at 18, it says, run from sexual immorality. Amen. Every sin a person can commit is outside the body. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Mm-hmm. Don't you know that your body is the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit Amen. who is in you, whom you have from God? Amen. You are not your own, for you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body. Amen. And that's when I began to dig deep in the word. I had, that's when I became stronger and saying to myself, God, this is not my body. You know, you, you filled me with your spirit. Now it's yours. And it was already yours. Before I was formed in my, my mother's womb, he knew me. He created me. So this is yours. This is your body. How can how can I continue to dishonor you by allowing my flesh to cause me to sin? You know, I, I'm, brother, I could go deeper and deeper in this with this, but I'll say this here. You know, it's just that I have learned through the process of being single, man, is just to be more dedicated to God. That's my when 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 I'm lonely and I'm empty, mm-hmm. and the flesh begins to arise, I drop down on my knees. Amen. When I'm Amen. lonely. And then my flesh arises again. What do I do as I break open the word that gives life to my body, to my Amen. soul, to my spirit? And it gives me strength to continue to persevere and to press on. Amen. Amen. Elder Locke, would you like to share some comment and the benefits of singleness, if any? Amen. Can I say amen? Amen. Um, I agree. Say- <laughs> I agree totally um, to what the brother is saying because... Um, you know, being the benefits of being single is you do have that time for God. And, right. you know, Paul was just so great um, in giving us everything that we need. Um, yeah. You know, because he, what this, what he talked, what the brother was alluding to in 1 Corinthians 7, uh-huh. the 7th chapter, where Paul talks about, you know, one who is unmarried is concerned about the things of the Lord, but, mm-hmm. and how he may please the Lord. And then, you know, and his interests are divided. The woman who is mm-hmm. unmarried and the virgin is concerned about the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and spirit. The one mm-hmm. who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. So when you're married, it's more about pleasing your spouse. But when you're unmarried, it's more about pleasing the Lord. Yeah, Lord that's and right. From being on both spectrums. Um, you know, when I was married and mm-hmm. you posed a question earlier um, that I didn't get into answering the difference, what, you know, what happened, what I noticed was from going from married to single, 
your your circle changes. You're right. no yeah. longer invited to married couple stuff. You're right. no longer yeah. invited to even I have a si- sisters that are married. Mm-hmm. They stop mm-hmm. inviting me on their trips that they take. And I called one of my sisters. I was like, look, hey, what happened? Um, y'all used to invite me, but I get it. I'm not married anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, no, it's not like that. But I, I could tell the shift changed. Yeah. You know, so I'm no longer a married woman. I'm no longer part of the marriage circle. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Um, so what I what I and what I bought from what I learned from that was okay. There's a certain certain way you are when you're married, and a certain way you are when you're unmarried. And right. unfortunately, if you try to merge the two, then mm-hmm. you're gonna have a conflict because you're gonna all constantly be looking at the married couples going, "That used to be me. Why yes. is that not me anymore?" But when I'm uh, when I'm single, I could concentrate on the things of God. I don't have to worry about all of those things, so it doesn't bother me okay. anymore. Um, I had to learn to deal with things myself. I had to learn th- that. God, uh, even though God allowed the divorce, I would mm-hmm. say that. Sure. Um, that there's still other things out there for me. Amen. I'm still going through, um, you know, being, I'm back in preparation stage. Being a woman, okay. I'm back in preparation stage. Amen. So I don't want to miss that. But I also don't want to miss God either in Amen. the process of waiting for that. That's you know, important. I got to be mindful of the body and the spirit. Um, and not just, hey, you know, when is he coming? Because right. I gave up on asking God that question. Not that I gave up because it became that's that's all I wanted to inquire sure. of the Lord. And right. that's not where he he didn't want me concentrating on that because he wanted me to concentrate on him. When I concentrate on him, he'll give me the desires Amen. of my heart. That's so I right. had to go back to the basics in scripture, you know, because after you get married, you overlook certain things That's because right. it doesn't concern you. So I had to go back to the basics in scripture in order for me to get stronger mentally and spiritually, because if not, it'll consume you. And I didn't want that. I didn't want to be consumed about uh, about my surroundings, but I wanted to ensure that I could still have that relationship with God. And Amen. that's the most important thing, having that relationship with God. Amen. Wow. And that's, um, you know, I know it's just it's been such a very uh, deep transition that you do that you'd have to make being from Mary to sing. And I'm glad you guys are so vividly bringing that out. Even the Bible is very clear about what we should and shouldn't do uh, with our bodies. And you were talking about first Corinthians, even in verse chapter six and 18, to tell us to flee uh, immorality, you know, those thoughts, you know, even those things that we think about um, because uh, what the fleeing doesn't mean for us to, you know, just to hang around and see how close we can get to the edge, you know, of the pit before we fall in. Amen. So that's a that's a trap. And so I know that although you are, um, you know, your status of, 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 of the marital life has changed, you transition now into a, a realm of living, as you indicated before, that you had to readily accept and make your your adjustments and so it you know by the holy spirit you know it moves you closer to him in a realm where you would thought it would have moved you away uh, from him thinking that you what have i done lord what did i do wrong how could i block you know and all the things that try to cross your mind and the enemy tries to make you lose focus um and and you know needless to say obviously you know i've been 
you know, married happily for, for 34 years doesn't mean that we didn't have our problem. So whatever it is that caused anyone to, to separate, I can guarantee you some of those things in my 34 years of marriage trampled its way throughout my life as well. Um, and so it was just a different way of how we dealt with things and how we embarked upon a new journey. And so um, new beginnings are happening in our lives every day, every day. And, and it's not what we go through is how we respond to it. Amen. So I thank you both for for so vividly and accurately sharing uh, your spiritual thoughts and heart. And so um, and so I know and what I'm hearing is that, um, you know, it does bring about its challenges, even though we know what is right and what is wrong, what we should and should not do according to the word is still, as you indicated before, um, Sister Sister Barbara, that um, there are some challenges uh, in our singleness. And so let's, let's, let's talk about some of those. And so I know um, the obvious one uh, would be in our physical body, um, not having uh, sex uh, anymore, you know, and since we're all grown adults, we can, we can talk about that part. And I know we don't have to get all into it, but I know that it's a challenge. Amen. And so I can only, you know, imagine it, but I can, I know just in, you know, just in a, a few days or whatever, a week or so, I'm a little antsy. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you, you know, but my wife and I don't allow her to, to come between us. Uh, but when you're single, there's nothing to come between you because the expectation of a single person originally is to be a virgin. Uh, but when you've been married before uh, and that no longer is a part of your life until you are remarried, um, you know, there, there are adjustments that that would have to be made. Uh, and biblically speaking, you know, um, you know, there's 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 a couple of ways to, to, to qualify as a virgin. Those categories are one is just a never have intercourse. And then the other one is is to never have intercourse since being born in Christ. And so um, there's some interesting, some, some dialogue that I'd like to, you know, just bring out to those who, who may have been married before and are not married anymore. How do you deal with the challenge of uh, being uh, celibate versus hmm. in your singleness? We'll start with Chris. Yeah, I was gonna say, go ahead, brother Adams. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're piggyback on him, right? Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. the question is, how do I? Yeah, how do we handle celibacy right now after being oh, married? Oh boy, you 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 you're really coming with the knife. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, let let me say this. Um, uh, I handle it by continually feeding my soul and my spirit with the word of God. Amen. Uh, that's number one, putting him first. Second is uh, the things that I used to do, mm -hmm. I no Amen. longer do. I don't entertain certain TV shows that promote sex. Come on, brother. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, I, I could be sitting, uh, uh, watching TV with my mother, you know, Amen. and, uh, and something could come on TV sexually. Uh -huh. Immediately, you know, there's either I would get up, mm -hmm. leave the room, or either change the channel. Mm -hmm. Another thing is, because I am a male, mm -hmm. I desire a woman. I don't go around 
or spend a lot of quality time with women mm-hmm. who are single. You know, I do my best to refrain from that. Now, I, you know, I, I, even if it's my sister <clears throat> in Christ, I still refrain from it. You know, I remember years ago when, uh, and I was single at the time, I think I had just got my divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be a part of my cousin, deceased cousin, God rest his soul's church. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was very active in his church. And one thing that he used to get on me about was because I was so eager to share, to encourage, to be of help to the body of Christ. There were always women always calling oh, me. Okay. And inviting me over saying, brother, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Wow. Little did I know that was the enemy's crutch to get me in so my flesh can arouse and I'll fall off into temptation. Mm. Wow. So even today, through the ministry that I'm a part of as a minister mm-hmm. of, of Word of Encouragement Ministries, I've learned that when those things arise, mm-hmm. I've always taken either a woman, this is my sister in Christ who's married, Mm-hmm. Or another brother in Christ with me, Amen. Because, like my sister said earlier, you know the devil's busy, always. And you got so many out here, all these wolves out here trying. You know, you know they they think that, you know, that, that, my thing is that I'm just like her. What she said earlier. There's so many out here today that oh man, you've changed your life. You're a man of God now. You're a minister now. They see the things and you know the God is doing in my life in the community. And the first thing they want to do is, well, I'm I'm a I'm a woman of God, or I'm a believer, you know. Okay. But the Bible tells us this: you can tell the tree by the fruit it bears. Amen. I can't go off what your word is saying. I'm looking for I'm looking for to see some substance. Let me see the fruit of your labor in Christ. Amen. If there's none, then what you're talking about is nonsense to me. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and so that's what I try to do. I try to separate myself. It's very hard. You know, I, I thank God that God has put me in a position to care for my elderly mother, which yeah. takes up a lot of time, and to be constantly digging in the Word of God. I have Bible studies and all these things during the week, prayer times and stuff, and it keeps me going. Amen. You know, in my idle time, yes, oh, it's difficult. Oh, it's very, very difficult. But I just thank God for the Holy Spirit. See, I, one thing about it is, is when God calls you and fills mm. you, you're planted. Amen. Ooh. And when you're planted, you're secure. When the Bible says no weapon formed against you, that means no flesh. Yeah. No nothing. Yeah. Come on, bro. You, you got to bring it to us. It's just no. When you look at weapon, you look at you have to look at the broad of you. Yes. And when I when I when I rely on that, mm-hmm. that's when I become stronger. Amen. That's when I keep myself and my flesh in, in, in submission. I'm saying to myself, hey, you know, I, I got to. I got, one thing about it is, is this here. When I run that race, I want to win. Amen. I want God to say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. Yes. I don't want God to be sitting there talking to me saying, you had the opportunity to mm. get out of this, but what did you do? She called you and you went to her house. Yes. You knew you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. she said, come on, let's go to, out to dinner or to a movie knowing what's going to lead up behind that you know so I, I just try to keep myself you know away from those things and just keep my mind just stayed on jesus hallelujah as much as possible to, it, it, you know 
So th- there it is for you, brother. <laughs> if you need more, <laughs> let me know. No, no, but that's good. I mean, because I mean, good. I mean, he uses. I mean, thank God that he he gives it to you so clear. All of your escape routes uh, are so clear, and there's steps that are ordered. Uh, by yes. God, which makes it so mm-hmm. easy. See, when you want more of Him, you'll get more of Him. He said, "Seek yes. and you shall find." That's right. Yes. He said, "Just make sure what you're seeking is the right thing that is in me," because I ain't trying to hide. He said, "If you're looking for that stuff, that woman, guess what? She ain't running. The devil gonna make her attractive as much as possible to give you what your mind is thinking about instead of what your heart desires." Yes, yes. You know, but that's well. That was well said, brother. I appreciate Very that. Well. So, uh, Elder Lawton. Very well said. uh, Amen. 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 Um, Because, um, Lord, help us. Um, I I agree with him. And Mm -hmm. I think the hardest thing, especially when you are in marriage, you know, the hardest thing is um, not just the loneliness, it's the lack of sex. Um, And that's a constant you know you got to put that thing to rest so the focus is and i and i i've learned that god will give you something else to focus on sure to where you know those idle times are not as as great as they were initially for me the idle times were there um and as you know um when i moved here to clearwater um at first i was like oh god what have i done because the loneliness really came out yeah um you know at least at least back in gainesville you know i had you guys i could go to church right 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 but when i came here the loneliness really set in um but what i i just learned how to do is take my focus off of the loneliness and um, initially I used that time you know to concentrate on God and I agree with the brother there's certain things I can't watch because once you start watching it you get those sex scenes you get those love scenes you get all this stuff and then it infiltrates your spirit yes. um, and you can't have all that because no. then your mind go to thinking, you know. Um, my mind went back home. Um, <laughs> what if I wouldn't have done? The, yeah. What if I wouldn't have done? Why did I do it this way? Right. Um, um, now times it's getting it's getting easier, um, but it's just things that you know we shouldn't do anyway. But you can't you can't allow yourself to see certain things. You can't allow yourself to be in certain positions. Um, and I thank God when I first came here, I was like, there must be something wrong with me. Um, mm-hmm. because what not the guys were nowhere around me. And that I think that was just God saying, You need mm-hmm. a break, you done been married, you need to just just settle down and really see me for who I am. And that's what I had to do. And you know, once they started coming, it's like nope, 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 nope. Um because all this, you know, I love the Lord and I appreciate you loving the Lord, but there's something wrong with how you love your Lord. Um, so, and, and that's what we have to be mindful of. And I would tell anybody that, that listen to the podcast later, you know, living single and saved, um, especially now during COVID where you're on lockdown yeah. um, and your, your, your mind really gets away with you, especially if you live alone. Um, then you know that the best thing to do is to dive into your word don't Amen. allow yourself to be pulled away with different tv shows and movies and That's people right. um you know whispering in your ears because Amen. um the only way you're going to get through this thing 
um, victorious and make sure we make it make it in because we could go from being on the spectrum where you know we we thought we we're on a good path with God to just one thing to trip us up and before you know it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have got to ensure that you know while we're living single and saved and and making sure we maintain our focus on the Lord as the Word has says. Like I said, I had to go backwards to come back because, you know, I didn't need those anymore. Being married for over 11 years, you know, um, and him and I were together 10 before that. Talk mm-hmm. about living, trying to live single and saving, mm-hmm. dating. <laughs> <laughs> Take dating out of Christianity because I don't know how people do it effectively. Um, that Let that be your next one, how to date and, and be a Christian. Um well, that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Honestly, you know, I was trying to figure out a way how we could close tonight, but I still have some more, some more rich information that I just really would like for you guys to share with. Um, and I know we talked about the benefits and the challenges of, of singleness, um, but let's close it out with um, the opportunities. I know we there's some things that maybe, you know, we've talked about what we're trying to refrain from and, and, and this and that, but there's got to be some great um, opportunities um, in being single because one of the things that I can think about is one, you can call your own shots. <laughs> That'd be many times I used to be like, man, man, I wish I could do this. My wife, he wanted to do this and I want to do that. You want to do this? But I know that, that you can call your own shots. Amen. So you think about um, how God's plan is for our lives. Um, even Paul uh, said, talked about um, the, the the undivided devotion to the Lord is the calling of every Christian and the key uh, to being a satisfied single. And so we have to remember that what Jesus said about our earthly needs. Amen. Uh, and so another thing is also is just to remember how um, he breathes uh, into us, how he brings things you know, into our lives, why he calls things uh, to come into an occurrence and a fruition in our lives. He's calling for more of us. He's answering our prayers. It may not be the way that we want. I know that wouldn't be one of them, but when we're in that place of singleness, our life is still useful. Amen. God hasn't Amen. turned his, his back on us. It's just that we have to realign our focus. And I know, you know, and I'm talking like, you know, from a marriage perspective. So I'm not saying by any means that this is what a single person feels. I've just, this is what I would encourage them uh, to do because I would want them to just realign their focus at some point when things change in our lives abruptly or whether we wanted to or not or planned it um, there's an adjustment that has to be made why because you're still a child of God God still loves you and you still love God we're just making uh, an adjustment here uh, I might be angry um, I might be lost at this point um, he's not the author of confusion because he's given us his word uh, and as you as used to have proved it tonight, that you know from where your help comes from, you know where to look to, uh, to the hills for where your help comes from. You know the one that can manifest joy just like he can manifest anything else on this earth. He's the ruler of all things. So you know where your help comes from. But that transition in our humanity is difficult. I got to imagine that, you know, and I got to know, I know that the hurting feeling and that, that hurt doesn't have a timeline on which it leads but as you intentionally make your adjustments as you stay in your word as you offer yourself up to God as a living still sacrifice to him he can do great things 
Matter of fact, he can do greater things through you. Amen. So talk about, as you can see it from this point on, since you've been in the status of singleness, let's talk about some of the opportunities that you may have come, that may have come your way. And I know of some with you, Elder Lauder, but I'll let you share them. <laughs> let me, yeah. yeah. I'll let you share them as well. <laughs> so I'll start with you then. I'll start oh. with you. What's some of the opportunities that oh, the right wow. uh, Well, opportunities for me, I would say, you know, um, just being able, you mentioned about, you know, just being able to do what you want to do. Sure. <laughs> um, and, you know, opportunity for me was to leave Gainesville. Sure. Um, and because that's something my husband would have never done. Right. He was, he, was, he was born there. He was raised there. I always wanted to, okay, kids are grown. I want to do, I want to live somewhere <laughs> else. So opportunity presented itself for me, for me to really, really start over. Okay. Um, and, so when that opportunity presented itself, it was to me, it was that was the best thing that could have happened to me. Um, and then what I had to do was, like I said, and I'm still still doing it. I had to realign. You said the right thing. Mm -hmm. Realign my focus, because now the focus is not on what am I doing as a married couple? What am I doing in my right. ministry? Make sure that, you know, even being a woman, um, um, minister, having pastors, being an elder of the church, I still had a husband I had to be submissive to. Um, you know, aside from the leaders and all of that. But, you know, now I have the opportunity, you know, um, to not have to answer to anyone. Amen. <laughs> Nobody but God. And Amen. What's funny about it is, you know, it's like, even though you said you wish you had the opportunity, if you don't have it, you, I, I want that back. I want to be able to, um, you know, be submissive. Sure. Because um, there's some, some people, like you said, that don't ever, they're never going to get married. Right. But then there's some of us that I believe that we're supposed to be married. Amen. Um, because I miss the submissiveness. I miss the accountability, I would call it. You know, sure. just saying, hey, I'm going to the store or something like that. Now I just get up and go to the store. There's no one I need to tell that I'm going to the store. I'll be back in 20 minutes or whatever. Okay. Right. Um, so whereas you have some good opportunities there's also a little drawback if you're if you're a child of god you know that there is an order to everything that's right um, and while you're realigning your focus because now it's not about being a married couple it's about living single now you got to realign everything and make sure you're still walking in the plan that god has for you yes. make sure that you you take the time to um, take deep breaths along the way because initially you're going to mess up. Oh, if yeah. anyone says that I'm living single and I, I'm, I'm just perfect, um, there's no, I don't have any issues, no qualms, no nothing. I would love to see that person. Um, <laughs> well, you <laughs> never like meet them. Sit down with them and say, okay, how are you doing this? Because the devil is always present. I mean, he, he is waiting on his next. Thing to try to get you with so you basically what that person is telling me the devil is not around because um, he is there to feed you with whatever distraction he can to get your focus off of God so the opportunity for me is is just you know being able to do do what I want however in the same regard 
realigning my focus, as you said, so that I could still be in the plan of God. And Amen. I don't want to, because you don't want to stray away. Because some people, they, um, if I can use this term, get bugged sure. wild. Okay. Um, uh, when they get free, it's like, hey, I'm free. And then you start noticing them doing things that you would have never thought they would do. Because right. they took the freedom and they ran with it. Um, but it's not an opportunity to run because you're going to run into some stuff that you may not be able to get rid of. Amen. Wow. Well, we'll explain. So, and so Chris will pose the same question to you. What opportunities um, since um, in your singleness have you have been presented in your life? Well, uh, um, the first thing that I would say is that uh, um, I was able uh, to have a deeper and more intimate relationship with God. Amen. Um, that's the first and foremost thing. I was able to tap into the spiritual gifts because when, when, I, when I was living foul, so to speak, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not living, trying to live holy, and keep my body in, you know, in submission, you know, and do the things that pleases God with my body. You know, I, I was unable to tap into the spiritual resources mm -hmm. that I needed to carry out the will of God for my life. And so it gave me an opportunity to be able to tap into the spiritual gifts that God has aligned for my life. It, it allowed me to uh, uh, have a different uh, way and a different view of praying in my life. Uh, it allowed me to be able to, um, uh, it gave me the opportunity to be able to take care of the woman who carried me for nine months, mm -hmm. which is very important to me. Amen. Uh, you know, because I, I, I truly believe with all my heart that if it was not for her, I wouldn't be who I am today. I know God had a calling, but that was a prayerful woman through all my struggles and shortcomings in my life, you know, she was praying for God to deliver me, God to save my life. And it came to fruition in my life. And I'm thankful because we talk about it so much, but it gave me an opportunity to spend more time with my children, be able to witness to other people more because, you know, through, through your life and when you're going through different mm -hmm. things, you're, you know, you're just not able to do what God has called you to do. But when you become single, uh, you know, and it, and it takes me back to Paul, you know, uh, it, it's so true what he spoke, what we spoke mm -hmm. about earlier, you know, it, ga it gave me uh, an opportunity to, to really tap into my calling and fulfill my calling in a greater capacity. Amen. You know, so I'm so very grateful that I mean, I, I could say much more. I think the woman of God said a lot of things that I would love to have said, yeah. but she, she <laughs> but she spoke up for us both. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Amen. so I'm very grateful Amen. and I, I, I won't uh, make this long and drawn out, but I'm just so grateful to be able to just, you know, have that liberty, that freedom, Amen. you know, to be able to just God, you know, you know, when you, when you, when I was married, you know what I'm saying? If God wished to have, you know, say, Hey, I need you to go right now to, to Egypt, or if I need you to go over to Pakistan, wherever God may, you know, now I got to consort my wife and I got to say, okay, yeah. you know, we got to figure out some things. We got kids. We got to figure out what we got to do with it. Now, if God say, get up and go, I can go. Amen. Amen. I can move right away and say, God, I, I, you know, I'm gone. You know, so I'm just, I'm grateful for that, for that liberty and, and just Amen. being able the freedom to be able to just, you know, serve the God, serve God every single day. You know, whatever he, his will is for me for that day, I pray in Jesus name that I fulfill it. Amen. 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 Well, listen, I would love to continue 
chatting with you guys on this topic, really. But I'll tell you, you, you said something, Chris, that is important about how God expanded your thirst for prayer power. Yeah. And I want to encourage you both too. If you get a chance, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna shout out to a very, very good friend of mine. Um, her name is Prophetess Sherry Downs. And uh, she's a wonderful person. She has some wonderful books on, but the one that I just finished reading was Keys to Unprecedented Praying Power. Listen, you gotta get it. You gotta read it. And also even in your your newfound lifestyle, your newfound status, I believe God can unleash even greater works through your prayer power. Uh, if we'll just connect with him in the way that reaches him, that we can be assured that he has our best interest in mind, that he has truly set us up uh, for greatness. And as you indicated before, Brother Chris, that truly there is no weapon. There is no anything that is great enough that can overcome the power of God for your life. Nothing, nothing. absolutely nothing. Yeah. But it's our relentless pursuit of him Yes. That that endless chasing while the enemy's chasing us, we're chasing Christ and we're never getting caught. Amen. And so God Amen. is working things out. Matter of fact, they're worked out already. It's just that we have to find ourselves running into those seasons of change, uh, praying without ceasing, because Amen. there is truly power in that enemy wants you focused on all the wrong things. Everything that we talked about, the, the setbacks. Um, and all of those things and how we had to make realigning adjustment. God knew that before you spoke it. He's just banking. The enemy is banking on the wrong choices. He's banking on us falling back into those setbacks and stop letting them be set up for what God is doing for us. Amen. 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 Listen, thank you both so much uh, for spending time with me and with us tonight and sharing your heart. Um, and, I, and I'm thankful that the, the spiritual person in you uh, is greatly overcoming that natural man in you every day. I know he wants to rise up, um, but he going to have to lay down every time he does. <laughs> and so just seems like he ain't going to ever go nowhere, but he's not meant to. That's our test. That's, that's that one thing. We are human beings. We're never going to stop being human beings until we're gone. Yes. That's it. We're never. So that means we have to have that inner work, that spirit of God dwelling within us that can contend with that and win. We have the victory. We just have to walk in. It. Amen. 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 Right. Listen, thank you so much uh, this evening, Brother Chris. I love you. Sister Elder, Elder Bar Barbara, I love you. Thank <laughs> love you, you guys too. so much for love sharing you too, your brother. heart. And um, I love you. And you guys take care and enjoy the rest of your evening. Amen. Thank you. Thank you Amen. very much. Thank you. Good Thank night. You. God bless. Good night.